Here we are. This is where we are. Sometimes there's an intro, sometimes there's not, and everybody just has to um, make adjustments. Make adjustments. Yeah. It's on the fly, friends. You know, get agile. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Ambush. Good morning, Lord Jones. Everyone, uh, if you're, if you'll remember, yeah. Ambush is pulling the double duty, hosting and engineering, and uh, it's a it's a tough. Tough gig. It can be. It can be. Yeah. I don't know why the actual intro is as tricky as it is. But. Man. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one who gets hung up on it. It's I feel very like true. It's very true. The only person that gets it to fire all the time, time, every single time, is Nebraska. Shout That's out it. to Nebraska. Shout out to Nebraska. This is why you got to have your team. Man. You know? Extremely or maybe we should have Nebraska teach us how to do it <laughs> for the times that they're gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, good morning. Good morning Happy morning, Thursday. Morning. Hi, friends. How are we today? What? Text us. I don't know what happened there. I think I was waiting for someone to say, great. <laughs> we did. We did get a text. Someone said, it's good. We'll adjust. Hey. Good morning. Glad you're here this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Yes. Very glad that you were here this week. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, trying to really wake it up because, man, I am I am definitely ready to uh, crawl back in bed, which man. is not a thing that we get to do. No, but no. it always sounds good. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds I'm like, yeah, great. It, it feels like I could probably, you know, take a little nap, get up at 10 or something, you know, mm. and laughable, friends, right. not even a little bit. And today was especially, like, not cool, because we were up an hour early. Completely. And unable, unable to fall back asleep. Right. And not for anything fun. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like, oh, we went to bed so early that look at all the sleep we got. And so 5.30 is an appropriate time to wake up. No, it's not what happened. Also, I'd like to know the science behind not being able to go back to sleep until it's time to wake up. Right, right. Someone explain this to me. I what mean, kind of evil magic? I can't, <laughs> I can't think of a single time when 5.30 is an appropriate time to wake up unless we're going to fishing or something. Like, other than that. Or getting a flight. Getting a flight? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. seems like the time that I think being awake. Yeah. 5.30. No, you're right about that. Getting a flight. Getting a flight. Definitely. <sighs> Otherwise, nope. I need sleeps. Yeah. I need sleeps, man. So we have a um uh, we have we have a jam packed kind of show today. Yeah. We do not have Alex, sadly. Uh she will be back with us next week. Yes. The juicy story. Yes, 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 yes. As promised. So we will do our best to fill the shoes. We can't. <laughs> it's absolutely impossible. <laughs> but we'll do our best. Uh we've got an extra story. Yes, we do. In, uh, in local news, mm-hmm. uh, Portland police to relaunch the entertainment detail downtown. I'm in so, Old Town. In Old Town. Mm-hmm. I'm so not as simple as that. <laughs> uh, and tenants panic amid rent hike at the Shugel apartment complex. There's a bunch of apartment complexes. Yes. Uh, in national news, GOP Senator Lindsey Graham says abortion is not a state's rights issue. Weeks after expressing that states should decide the issue of abortion. Cool, cool, cool. You gotta work on making up your mind there. Yeah. I, I believe they used to call that flip-flopping. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, you know, stay in alignment with your party. I also feel like somebody didn't become president because of that. But anyway, yeah. migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard have filed a lawsuit against Governor DeSantis. And uh, you heard it already. You know this one. Mm. Trump's company and family members sued by the New York uh, Attorney General over alleged fraud schemes. And, uh... Man. Boy, do we love to see it. We do. We absolutely love to see it. 
how much of it we're going to see, we don't know. Unsure. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm trying not to be too cynical yeah. on this one because it tough. it looks like uh, I don't know. Uh, pretty solid case yeah. when when you can just read about it in articles already on the internet, and by that I mean the fraud yeah. part, not yeah the AG filing charges, just the massive amounts of fraudulent activity that the Trumps have done. I definitely have my finger on the gotcha button. But, but you're hovering. Yeah. 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 Gotta hover. I don't think I'll be able to push it. No. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We got a couple other texts. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Shout out to Malcolm. He says, good morning. Good morning, y'all. I'm on the eve of my three week staycation. Nice. Amazing. Three weeks. Let's go. Is it a solid three weeks or was it a, is it an ambush three weeks, which was really two and a couple of days? <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> I'm just asking questions, guys. <laughs> Hands up. Just asking questions. Uh, <laughs> Ru- Ruto, I don't want to go to school today, mom. <laughs> Me either. But you know what? We got to bring the people the news. We do. This is our job. (laughs) All right. We signed up for it and we're going to stick to it. That's what we're doing. Right now, you're going to get some music and then we're going to come back with the news. We got some tips. Yes. Oh, wow. Am I yelling? Sorry. (laughs) So, Malcolm said it's a solid three weeks. My PTO for the year was set to expire. My employer used to pay out or allow it to roll over, but now I have to use it or lose it. Wow. And I just want to say this. How in the world are we still even talking about a use it or a lose it? However, I think a lot of companies are adopting this more now than ever. Uh, The idea to me is that they are trying, you know, companies are trying to protect themselves. And I remember... Uh, far back in the day when I had that question for one of the places that I worked and it was like, well, you know, if, if you accrue a whole bunch of PTO and you don't use it and then you quit, we have to pay you out and we don't want to have to do like some hefty lump sum, which is interesting because that particular place wouldn't have given you a severance if they fired you. Right. Uh, so that can be a little bit of a cushion. Also, what if your company does not really encourage the time off or does not allow for the time off um, throughout the year? Right. And right. how is it really great to have all your employees at the end taking two, three, four-week vacation? Right. right. <laughs> because their time is going to expire. If you're, I guess my entire point is that if you're, not fostering the uh, environment that allows for people to take time off throughout, which the entire point is so that you don't burn out, right? Well, I guess not the entire point, but it, a big part, part of it, of it yeah. is that you, you don't want to burn out. They don't want you to burn out. But then they just uh, put you in a position where you can't take the time off and they don't encourage you to do that. And then you've got this, you know, forced hand situation. Depending on the job, do they have someone to cover while you're gone? You know? Right, right. I just feel like it's not completely thought through. It's just like a, we want to cover our butts in order to not do big payouts. But how big is that payout going to be anyway? And this is my confusion, right? And hopefully you can look to the <laughs> We shall see. We don't want to see. Um, so they don't want to do the big payout but if you take that time throughout the year, it's paid time off. So you're still paying. Well, you're paying, but it's not a lump sum. And so it's not, yeah, it's, it's, if you take a week in February, and so that's just your regular payroll, you know, and then you take a week in November, and you know what I mean? A whole lot uh, easier pill to swallow than three weeks vacation, just boom, here's a check. So it's not that there's a difference in the amount. It's no. just... It can, the amount at what time? Right. Yes. So 
payment stacked on a processing fee or whatever, like you do with ticketing. Like, hey, like, don't eliminate the ID, the possibility of just paying people out for their time. Especially, like you said, if you don't create the environment for people to feel comfortable. Like, I remember being stressed putting it in for the Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know I mean, like, and not even on some old, like, how are they going to survive without me? Just, no, just like, will this get approved? Or are they going to try and retaliate against me? Like, that, that too. But there was also just the whole idea of you felt bad. Like, I never had, like, not, I was, I was never had a great majority of my um, experience with managers and supervisors was like, oh, you need a vacation? Like, right. you're letting the whole team down. Like, this is the exactly. thing you're supposed to be doing. Like, and now we're like. They sell you on the benefit of it. And then it's like, we'll see if you get to use it, though. That's my point. You got to foster an environment that people feel comfortable taking time off and, yeah. and that their job doesn't get harder in order to take the time off. Right. You know? Right. Will they be supported? So. And you know what's so wild? Those very same managers should be taking vacations left and right. Hey, look, yeah. I need you to get this done. I'm on vacation next week. Yeah. I'm going to Cabo. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, dope. Come back with all the photos. Hey, so I was wondering, I want to put into vacation around. When do you want it? That's not going to work for us. Well, you know, I'm just getting back from vacation. You're going to have to catch me up to speed. Or, the, or even worse, you should talk to such and such to see if they're going to be able to cover you for that time when you're on vacation. Your management, that's your job. We're going to talk to another co-worker to see if it's okay to see if our vacation. So I can give them my workload. That is not how this goes or shouldn't go. Hated it. Rudo, this is why I'm moving to the Idaho readout where every day is a vacation. <laughs> Rudo, get gone. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Malcolm, I hope you enjoy every single second yes, of your staycation. Um, I want one. Yeah. You yeah. can give me half of yours, <laughs> maybe. Pass uh, 15 days around us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ambush, I don't even really know exactly where to start, but I think we should start with the uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, because I'm still trying to figure out how we're here. That's a real interesting guy, isn't he? That governor. That's the word to use. And, and you know what? It's, I mean, some people may feel like, man, they're always picking on Ron DeSantis. You <laughs> tune into the show. However <laughs> many episodes a month, and they're talking about that. Listen, Ron won't leave us alone. He sure won't. <laughs> he sure won't. He won't leave us alone. It's not. I promise you it's not us. Much like Eric Adams. They just keep going. Yeah. They're yeah. antagonizing. Yeah. It's not. It's also not very it's not. harmful. Very harmful, guys. So uh, last Wednesday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sent around 50 immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, by plane. They started in San Antonio, Texas, and stopped in Florida before being transported north with no information about their final destination. Residents of Martha's Vineyard were not warned about the arrival and scrambled to secure shelter, food, and translation services for the migrants. On Tuesday, the Lawyers for Civil Rights and the migrant-led nonprofit Alazanza Americas filed a class-action lawsuit to ban DeSantis and other defendants from pulling a similar stunt in the future. Alianza America's executive director, Oscar Chacon, said that DeSantis used the migrants as pawns to, quote, advance a hate-filled agenda. DeSantis, defending himself on Sean Hannity's show on Fox News, claimed that the migrants chose to go to Martha's Vineyard voluntarily. He has since released supposed consent forms signed by the migrants. Javier Salazar, the sheriff of Bexar County, where the migrants originally departed from, is investigating whether or not the migrants were victims of crimes. Wow. Investigating whether or not the migrants. Well, here's the thing. This is... Give me the thing. DeSantis never said until going on Hannity's show that this was a voluntary thing for that, that the migrants chose. He was very much, you know, authoritarian. Yeah. This is what we're doing in Florida. We will not for this southern border 
um, trampoline. <laughs> right, right. So now when we're talking about is this human trafficking or not, it's like, oh, no, no, no. They signed some consent forms and they definitely did this on their own. And it is my understanding that you do not, uh, when you are coming here and seeking asylum, which I think everybody needs to understand that, yes, uh, conservative folks and, you know, the GOP are forever and always going to say illegal immigrant, yeah. illegal alien. Yeah. They're always going to use that verbiage in order to dehumanize those people to make you think that they are not the same as you. Yeah. <laughs> but. When you are seeking asylum, everything they did is what they're supposed to do. They are not coming here illegally. They are seeking asylum, which means they have gone to the port wherever they're supposed to talk to somebody. (laughs) You guys did not, like, round those folks up as they were trying to, like, dig a tunnel. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. And what you did was lie and kidnap kidnapped there's no way that they said we're gonna put you on a plane to go to massachusetts where you have told me you have family in texas and we took you from texas to florida and then from florida to massachusetts that is not how that works and you are absolutely not just using them as political pawns but creating uh, obstacles that are larger than any, you know, uh, English as a first language person is going to have to, you know, anybody who is in um, a financial position where they cannot just do all the things like buy a new plane ticket to go back to Texas. Imagine taking you get dropped off in a place that you never had any intention to go to. You have no family. You have no job prospects. That is not where you were going. You have no caseworker you have no infrastructure infrastructure at all and the entire point you know to put them to send them to martha's vineyard was definitely like well this is where the the rich liberals live yeah let's drop them off on their doorstep and again how disgusting for you to treat people as if they are just um teddy bears getting dropped off to make statements you know this investigation into whether a crime was committed. Um, I know it's part of the process. But I need everyone to be reminded that these migrants were trafficked from Texas and Governor DeSantis is the governor of Florida. (laughs) Brought them to Florida so he could be like, go to Boston. Yeah. (laughs) Or (laughs) Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So if there's any confusion about the motivation here, like... You're not doing this to migrants in Florida yet, or you're doing it both, actually. Right. Well, what are you doing talking about any other state? Also, I'm sorry to have cut you off there. Yeah, no, you're finishing my point. But also, why are we acting like uh, any state in America will do? (laughs) If I go to Texas, would you be Mexico? If I go to Texas... And I have family there or I have job prospects there. And they are, in fact, set up to uh, they have the infrastructure to get people uh, rolling. Right. Right. They have some sort of programs. If I go to Texas and I do that and I have this plan and you put me in a completely different state, completely different region. Like, this isn't, we're not even talking, like, (laughs) not Texas, but Oklahoma. You know, like. Right, right, right. You have now put me on the tip of the East Coast. (laughs) And I don't know anybody there. And the things I do don't align with the environment there. At all. And I don't even, I I got nothing. What do you think happens? Right. So, who who is this for? This is, uh, again, just. uh, I'll tell you what's for. Okay. It's for the Democrats. Go on. It's a T-ball placed (laughs) right there on the stand. And the Dems have been given the biggest, lightest bat they can to just knock this out of the park. 
right now, mm. I'm not here. It's not looking great for what no. you're saying. <laughs> I'm not hearing anything from the White House. I really, I, I am not. I'm not hearing anything from the Dems in those states. Like, it's just, I, I, I you know, they move with such a losing strategy. And I am, I will be forever, I will be forever confused. <laughs> I will be forever surprised. I will be forever flabbergasted at their ability to just completely miss time and time again. Throw it away. Just, yeah. Just shooting the opposite basket. Yeah. Just hitting threes for the other team. (laughs) Full court shots. Full court shots. Just right from my own basket. Ball gets inbounded, (laughs) and I shoot the opposite, and I knock it down. I'm draining them. Yo. I'm draining them. Oh, Bruto. But they gave them a map. I am weak. You're right. And probably maybe some uh, trail mix, you know, so they'll be good to go forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a map you know, yeah. a couple of raisins. Where this is a phrase a lot. This should radicalize you. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to know from our listeners, how does this make you feel? Yeah. Like, this is this blatant disrespect to human life. And these legislators feel like, well, they're not American. And they're not white. <laughs> so are they really anything past? Not for real. I, so I, w- I want to, because you just, you hit something for me. I was hearing a lot. Like I saw DeSantis on Hannity. And, uh, ben, ben, Sh- ben Shapiro has been doing a lot of, uh, you know, intellectual dark web talking about the southern border and the crisis of migrants coming to vote Democrat because that's, the plan what it, is it is there i want to know a crisis at the northern borders like is there ever a problem <laughs> going on over there is there ever an issue with canadians coming on down right and starting a new life i mean i don't know why they would want to but you know yeah is there is there ever a crisis there no no i don't hear anything about illegal aliens from Canada. (laughs) And if that doesn't immediately make you understand what the underlying issue here is, I have news. It's racial. Unbelievable, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it, I mean, you know, um, we've talked about this, I'm sure, before, but I have many a time had people say to me, like, Either, you know, you make everything about race or not everything has to do with race. And I'm like, is it American? Yeah. (laughs) Is it in this world? And it's not just uniquely American. Do not get me wrong. Colonization happened all over the place. As we discussed the other day, um, there are only 22 countries that were not invaded by the British. So um, it's all over the place. But. It is literally everywhere and is the foundation of the life that we live. So you can't remove it in order to uh, find solutions or talk about fixes to things. Or if you think that you're adding context and you leave it out, you've done nothing. Because it is always there. And we can easily point to it in this moment of why is there only a crisis at the southern border? Why is it always an illegal alien and uh, dehumanizing, not just words, but treatment, all of it, at the southern border? Not a word. I want to add to your pyramid here (laughs) of uh, race analysis when it comes to uh, immigration. So these crises are happening on borders of states that are Republican right. Were it not for the fact that you hate brown people, (laughs) wouldn't this influx of people, wouldn't that be of interest to you? Wouldn't Wouldn't these be clientele that you could turn into Republican voters? 
You have your racism is so deep. You don't even have an interest in trying to woo people that are coming directly to your doorstep. You'd much rather not see them, not have them at all, than to actually turn them into Republicans. Yeah, in order. To... Yes. Yeah. Like, absolutely. So the the whole, racism is so deep that yeah. I don't even want you. It's like this is this is what is to be assumed. If they're coming from these countries, they're going to come here and vote Democrat. That exactly. It is this. I oh my goodness gracious, you guys! I just had. I didn't even mean to do this. What happened? But uh, Ron DeSantis is forty-four years old. No, it's impossible. He can't be younger. It's impossible. No. He is four a four and a four. No. Forty-four years old. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna kill it. Yikes! <laughs> he said, "Damn Canucks, coming down here and taking all our superhero acting jobs." <laughs> 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 oh my god! Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I now I even forgot where. I, oh, I do. Uh, yeah, that is a mind blowing moment for me. I. I honestly think I'm today years old finding that out. Like, can you imagine? I don't know, but hate definitely makes you age like milk. So here we are. Here we are. You out here looking real curdled. And I don't feel bad about saying that at all. Um, Yeah, the assumption is that anybody who is not uh, um, American is going to vote against Republican um, ideals and... and, uh, Mm -hmm and those folks running and i think that's what we call a self report (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's what we call telling on yourself yeah Yeah. because if you are never going to offer people even just the uh humanity of treating them like people and speaking to the issues that matter to them yeah they're not going to vote for you right however as we also know there are many and uh, a migrant, many a person who have come here and wholeheartedly become oh, yeah. conservatives, uh, Trumpers. Yeah. I'm not a fan of separating those two. I think it's the same. I don't think there's any good uh, Republican in the way that they say, I'm not a Trump Republican. I'm a Reagan Republican. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guess what else? Self-report. Yeah. Yeah. Telling on yourself. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, I think that they they have been able to get, like, you know, solid factions of uh, immigrants who do, in fact, believe in that um, fantasy of of the American dream. And if you just work hard and your bootstraps and the blah, blah, blah. And also where that is rooted in is anti-blackness. And if you're asking me how, those same people who are brown, who are proud of that, but also uh, want to assimilate, right, are very quick, and they were like this in the country that they came from, very quick to dismiss the darker people in their own situation. And every black person is a complainer, <laughs> should right. just work harder. That is anti-blackness. And if you honestly believe that there's a group of people that are just like not working and then complaining about being oppressed, you think that there is a such thing as pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and that you can do that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's just it's just fan fiction. It is absolutely not real. And you can't like you just can't divorce it. Yeah. So, uh. The self-report of them saying, you know, this is part of the part of that great replacement is that, you know, the Democrats are letting all these people come here so that they will, in fact, vote for them. If you ever uh, had a policy that meant that, you know, it didn't immediately exclude people, maybe you'd get a couple more of those votes. So good report. But also, I can't. I still can't figure out why you want to be in government and not help people. Like, oh, I, I, I do the power. I understand that, but the I there's just go ahead. No, I, listen. To their credit, they do want to. Every person in government, they do want to help people. Oh, people as in themselves. 
I too am people. I am also people, and I am also looking for money. Yes. My company, my friend's company, has the right of free speech. My friend's company is also a person, people, I want to have. Right. (laughs) And look what I did. I helped. Hey, I helped. Look at that. It's shaking bacon. I helped. You see that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm aggrieved. Honestly, like, it makes me so upset. (laughs) I want that drop now. <laughs> it really kills me to 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 think about that. That could be your life's mission to yeah. make sure that like your friend's company gets tax write off. Like, wow, what? Right. right. There are so many people here, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> bootstraps. We're like, we're really in the position to create like a utopia. Like, we have all of the resources, all of the technology, all of the propaganda engines. <laughs> like, engines, like, we really are in a position to just, man, really be the America that we want in the history books. But, I mean, we will have to all uh, use our imaginations on what that means and then agree on it. Yeah. You know? That's... And we're over here still dealing with uh, all the propaganda of, once, you know, we do get on the same page and we vote for the thing and we're like, yes, there's going to be, you know, major funding and resources going to this problem that we all agree is an issue and that needs to be addressed and solved. And then no one understands, uh, you know, how things actually work. Right. And or we don't have the same idea on the fix. You know, it's like, yeah, we've, d- we've all gotten on the same page that there's a problem, but I don't think that houses people should get permanent housing. That would just be too much. Right. For and then, for, <laughs> and for then boots. you've got, you know, people that are like, just throw them in a, a gym, you know, like, yeah. aren't there empty schools that you can just, how could that ever be on your list? I'll tell you how, because you don't see them as people. That's it. That's all. And you can't see yourself in that same position. Yeah. Because all of the people that say to me, there are shelters right now that, that are not being used. I'm like, let me, let me give you a glimpse into what that looks like. Is that the route you would take? Would you choose it for yourself? Once you're in a position that is terrifying, would you choose that one? The answer is never yes. Yeah. I'll tell you that. The answer is never yes. And I also don't know if any of those people that I have those conversations with are then all of a sudden like, okay, wait, maybe I should know some more about this. Right. However, you're not going to come out of your face and say that dumb stuff to me again, because that's not real. That is you divorcing yourself from the actual issues and what actually makes, uh, creates and manufactures these crises and Sorry, we, we got no, to... I was going to say, you see the text that came in. Um, the racism is so deep. You complain about no one wants to work anymore. Mm. But people coming into the country, desperate for work, mm. and for cynical companies, easy are to easy to exploit. <laughs> yeah, that's still a bad. Like, unbelievable. It's, I mean, gold star for that text. Yes. It is... Thank you. Really, yes, thank you very much. It's really hard to wrap your head around how all those things can be true to one person. Right. No one wants to work. Look at all these people trying to come here and work. Steal our jobs. They're stealing our jobs. They've taken everything from us, our livelihoods. And they don't pay taxes. Wrong. Like, all of the things. (laughs) They pay more taxes than the folks saying that, likely, and don't get the benefits of it. Right. They do not get the benefits of it. You're just paying in. Like, that's, that's actually what you want. Hello? That's exactly what you want. That's you want all of us to, to pay with, taxes right? but get nothing for it. And you have absolutely made it legal for that group of people to pay taxes and get nothing. Right. right. None of the services that they are paying into. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sorry. Big now. tangent. It's No. It's hey man. <laughs> I'm going to hop into this. Lindsay. I'm going to stand up and Uh, do some stretches. (laughs) Lindsey Graham cannot make up his mind on abortion. He just can't. 
Well, it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it does make sense because none of his business. Uh, hello. Yeah. On Monday night, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham seemingly reversed his position on a contentious issue, telling panelists on the Fox News program that abortion was, quote, not a state's rights issue. This comment comes only a few weeks after stating the individual stating that individual states should, quote, decide the issue of abortion. <laughs> His reversal is conveniently timed as he's currently proposing a national abortion ban, which would make the procedure illegal after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Graham told the panelists, quote, I do not believe federalism requires me to sit on the sidelines and require a baby at 30 weeks, 28 weeks to be dismembered. I will Ugh. not do that. Last month, he was singing a different tune when he told CNN, quote, I've been consistent. <laughs> I think states should decide the issue of marriage and states should decide the issue of abortion. Graham's federal abortion ban has been criticized by some fellow GOP members who are a bit more consistent in their belief that it should be up to individual states. The bill does include except exceptions for instances of rape, incest, or to protect the physical health of the mother. Many political analysts are predicting that the supposed red wave of this year's midterms might have lost some, some momentum precisely over the issue of abortion. Some Democratic and Republican moderates, including Tim Kaine, Kristen Sinema, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski, are working to reach a compromise which will codify, quote, the essential holdings of Roe into law and safeguard access to contraception. Um, hi. <laughs> For anyone who just tuned in, Morgan has joined, rejoined. Yeah, I've, uh, Morgan's joined the chat. Yeah. Uh, you heard Lindsey Graham, but she had to, she had to step <laughs> out for a second. She had to, you know, do some stretches. Get me out of here! <laughs> so I saw Lindsey. Um, also, number one, his friends are un, they are very unhappy with him. Yeah. This yeah. was, you're, you're saying the quiet part out loud and it's right before a midterm and we can't believe you. How dare you? Why would you do something like that? And if you're asking yourself, why would Republicans be mad at a Republican saying what they, what their strategy, what their, what, what their plan is? If you, um, are older than I think maybe six years old, then you have heard Republicans say this is not a federal issue. Right. States' rights. States' rights. States' rights. We're not going to try and ban abortion federally. Right. Well, looky here, looky here. That is absolutely the entire point is to take, uh, take choice away from people about their bodies. Yep. And they are using absolute false information in order to do it so Lindsay goes on uh one of those fox shows and the host is just peeved he is so upset <laughs> he believes that Lindsay is sabotaging yeah and uh and Lindsey graham says you know when a when a fetus can feel pain at 15 weeks what are you talking about it, it it's just absolutely not true and the fact that we can even be having to have the conversation of how untrue that is instead of just like being able to immediately dismiss it right like we should not have to spend time explaining to people how not true that is <laughs> in order to get them to understand that it's none of Lindsey graham's business what you do with your body anyway right because that's really the thing control and taking it away from other people on their own bodies. When you have to lie in order to get people on your side, that's very telling. Yeah. And there is no truth to what this, uh, any of the anti-choice folks are doing. None of it is true. It, 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 isn't, it isn't true if it's your religious belief. I yeah. mean, it's not factual. It's just not factual. It's, it's a, not science. You've made a choice to believe in something that someone wrote down once. Right. And no shade, but like, you're not about to tell me that's factual. It's absolutely not. Right. Right. But amazing that you get to have the choice to believe in that. <laughs> and I don't get to have the choice on what to do with my own body, my own life, the trajectory of my life. I don't get any of that. Yeah. You, you get the choice to believe in that. You get the choice and power 
to create legislation and change people's lives based on complete myth. Like <laughs> your <laughs> your choice to go against logic and science should just be shamed. Like I, I you said yes. earlier, the ability to just be like, and we're not going to engage with you. Dismissive. Just D- dismiss dismissive. that entire situation. Yep. You're not qualified for this oh. conversation. You don't believe in uh, climate change. Oh, okay. So there's the kids' table on the other <laughs> side of the room. You can go over there and discuss Teletubbies or whatever they're into these days. Yep. So far removes it. Careful of your knees because the because the, the yeah. chairs are small. This is the this is the big big people, the adults table, and we like to deal with facts and science and things of that nature. Like it's just gotten so far out of hand. I just need to say it out loud one more time that there is uh, absolutely no capacity for a fetus to feel pain at 15 weeks. And right. they do not feel pain scientifically. <laughs> uh, the conclusion is that they do not feel pain until 24 to 25 weeks, which is a humongous difference. Yes. Also, the idea that people are just out here, you know, the day before they're scheduled to give birth are like, never mind. Right. I'm not doing this anymore. They're still kicking that. And, and somehow it works. Like, there are people right now that are arguing with somebody on Facebook, talking about dismembering, you know? like It, it is strange what horrors people will suspend their belief for. Um, I mean, ding, 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 it reggae horns, all the things. You, you, you would believe that medical professionals would allow an abortion that far all the way that far into someone's pregnancy. But the actual atrocities that are happening, oh, well, that's just, no, there's no way that's happening. Kids in cages, this is, this is no way they're separated. This, it's just, what? Right. Oh, I think it is time for a music break. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're at it. We will catch you guys right after this music break. <laughs> Shout out to the Tex fan this morning. Y'all have been killing it. Killing it. Amaze. Per use. What happened? Um, <laughs> I, I was just trying to decide which story we will do next. Ah, yes. Is uh, that Trump story not feeling like something you want to jump into right now? Are you going to switch to something local and come back to it? We got options. We got so many options. I don't know. Okay. You tell me. All right. Let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. We'll we'll jump into the Trump. Okay. Uh, The New York Attorney General is suing Trump over alleged fraud. After months of investigation, New York AG Letitia James has filed suit against Donald Trump, three of his adult children, two business partners, and his business empire. The lawsuit alleges fraudulent financial practices, including overvaluing assets to receive favorable loans and undervaluing the same assets to receive tax breaks. James is seeking a compensatory fine of about $250 million in allegedly illegal profits brought in by the fraudulent scheme, as well as a five-year ban on the defendants from participating in any real estate transactions. The lawsuit also seeks a permanent ban on the defendants from serving as directors or officers of any corporation or business licensed in the state of New York. The lawsuit is merely a civil suit, but James announced that she'd be filing a criminal referral to the federal prosecutors in Manhattan and a tax fraud referral to the IRS. Trump and his representatives claims that James is unfairly targeting him and that the lawsuit is merely a political gesture. All in all, James cites over 200 misleading evaluations and other forms of misrepresentation about the company's finances or assets. James acknowledged that Trump's lawyers had proposed a settlement that she had rejected, but that her team would consider future proposals. James's announcement comes as just one of many legal threats to Trump and his empire that have been gaining steam since his departure from office. Now, uh, a five-year ban one of the defendants participating in any real estate transactions. I don't, I, that doesn't feel like enough. I mean, it's just, it's just the beginning. Sure. Um, I think 
the permanent band of them serving as directors or officers in the corporation. And I, just, I just don't know. It feels like from all the investigation that's been done so far, for them to understand the levels that this family will stoop to, to be fraudulent, to ban them from being the face or in leadership of a company that could continue fraud is like, I need you to fraud this way and not that way. I mean, I don't know. What would your suggestion be then that they get to continue to be CEOs of companies that are going to defraud? Like, I don't, if there aren't, if there is, if, if there isn't necessarily a criminal uh, element okay. that she finds able to charge her, that's not even what, you know, the AG does, then that seems like a uh, reasonable thing to do as a stopgap. Like, you can't just keep being the CEO of something and keep doing way less about the face and way more about that particular scheme. Overvaluing and then undervaluing. Overvaluing to get money at lower interest rates undervaluing to get big tax breaks. You shouldn't get to be able to do that. And it's important to call these things out as they're happening. So Trump is always going to say, this is a political thing. They're right. coming after me. Right. He would have said that if he wasn't president. <laughs> That's, it's a I mean, job. he it's a hit job. He would have absolutely said that before he even, because he is not political. He is not a political figure. His family is not political. They uh, want power. And those are two different things. Okay. okay. So for me, if you're going to try and stop someone from being the head of a, you know, this criminal empire that they are creating, yeah, in my state, you know, in New York, you don't get to do that. So you take it to Florida, and if they're not going to do anything, <laughs> that's then them. that's on them, okay. right? But, like, we're not going to allow that to continue to happen here because the the fallout is humongous. The fallout of pretending as if any of these buildings are worth the amount of money that they say they are, they're just writing, they're just coming up with numbers out of thin air. They're just lying about stuff. His own apartment is supposed to be like $370 million. Like Boy, stop. 14, if that. If that. Okay. Okay. Thanks for reeling me in because you're right. This is just a civil suit. There will be criminal referrals and referrals to the IRS. So this is just the beginning. And so I guess what I'm looking for should actually be happening on the on the criminal side, the criminal uh, prosecution, the type of... Yeah, you are not really a fan of uh, civil suits. Like, that doesn't... But I am also of the mind that people do not understand how egregious what they are doing is until there's money involved and until they lose something yeah. and until there's uh you know you're facing a 250 dollar or 250 million dollar lawsuit yeah. um because i mean trump's not going to go to jail for that so yeah and he's not worried about that he's worried about the money he doesn't losing the money he doesn't have exactly okay all right all right thank you for walking me through that uh, I hope that was helpful to you listeners. Because, <laughs> man, let get some more text in here. There's a lot going on in our text today. And uh, I have no problem with uh, addressing certain things. But um, I'll, just, I'll just let the listeners know. Sending us multiple hateful messages is really not going to get you what you think it is. That's it. That's all. We can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Lope, did you want to take a music break or we can have to do another story? Yeah, let's do another story. Let's move, right. move forward. Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, in news closer to home, Red Heights are leaving tenants insecure about housing. In Washougal, Washington, tenants of the Rockwood Terrace Apartments received a lease renewal offer that proposed a 40% increase. The $400 bump could bring rent to $1,365 a month. Many residents are on fixed income. Saree Adams, a tenant, told reporters, quote, this is a major hike. And for an apartment complex that's nothing but retired, elderly, disabled, and low income, there's no place for us to go if we have to leave here, if we can't make rent. 
tenants have until the 28th of this month to sign the agreement. The rent hike could kick in starting in December. The notice threatened putting tenants who don't sign on month-to-month leases, leaving them vulnerable to more rent increases. According to the application packet at Rockwood Terrace, there's an income restriction for tenants. A single renter cannot make more than $38,940. The income restriction has not been changed to adjust for rent for the rent hike. Currently, Washington has no rent increase limit, making the 40% hike legal. In Oregon, rent increases are capped at 9.9, although that will change to 14.6 in January of 2023, mm. which we talked about, you know, which we talked about last week. Yep. I, I just need people to draw this this very for me anyway for us anyway this very clear line in between unaffordable housing and houselessness like pay attention to the purge that's happening here. <laughs> right you're pricing people out of their neighborhoods and setting it at a price that is attractive to whoever you want to replace them yep and then once you put them on the street you want them to be removed. You want them to be hidden. You want yeah, you don't want to have to see it. I don't want to have to see it. This is the purge. Okay? This is this is the um, class washing of Hello. our communities. Hello. And that that's... We, got, we, we can't allow ourselves to be told anything other than that. We really can't. We can't allow these people to play in our faces. It just keeps it just keeps happening. It yeah. just keeps happening. And the the talking points don't change, right? Uh of any of housing, affordability, the fact that anybody would be uh upping folks' rent by forty percent, no matter what Joe Byron says, the pandemic is not over. Right. Every single person in charge right now does not matter the uh, uh party affiliation is getting it wrong. They have failed all constituents. <laughs> right. And they are pretending for the entire point of capitalism that things are back to normal or that there is even a such thing as back to normal. There is no such thing. And the fact that anybody wants to go backwards is baffling. Right. This is an opportunity for everything to get better. Right. <laughs> and instead... We are fighting tooth and nail to stick with it. Let's just keep getting COVID over and over and over and over again. Right, right. That's gonna do it. Like, don't you guys remember? You want to go backwards. You want to. You want to return to whatever the normalcy was before this. Remember, that's where we were caught off guard <laughs> and got mollywhopped molly up and down the street by COVID. You want to go back to that? As opposed to move forward in a much more prepared way. Learning from mistakes, learning from what we didn't know. Like novel virus means unknown, right? Like new to us. Yes, yes. And the idea that we could even be, you know, that the president would be out there right now talking about it's over. Look at us. No masks. We're in a building and things are working out just fine. He keeps getting COVID. Him and his wife. Right. Like, what are you doing? Just because it hasn't killed you yet don't mean we're not in the pandemic. People are struggling and we're absolutely not addressing long COVID even a little bit. Like we're just pretending that ain't even real. People are just tired. They're just, they're just just exhausted. It's just hard. But in reality, folks have lost their jobs. (laughs) Yeah. In reality, there is no such thing as quiet quitting. There is no such thing as people just decide they don't want to work it's that is propaganda yeah. also quiet quitting so i just do the job that you hired me for and i don't do your job too and right. now i'm a quitter tell me more nice try nice try nice try yeah the pandemic isn't just about the biological war that we're fighting right now it's about the ripple effects across society period so guess what if the job market, if the housing market, if all of these different parts of our society are still in turmoil, or these are still battlegrounds, why are you claiming victory? Why are you claiming victory? Sure, you can go get a haircut, but guess what? Your barber is shut down. 
Eighty percent of the strip mall is gone. Gone. Ninety percent of the real mall is gone. So what do you mean it's over? There's so much more work to be done. And not only is there so much work to be done, there is also um. We just we 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 saw a woman who started a nonprofit that was like feed the children, feed food on your family. I don't know. I don't know what it was called. This is not one of yeah. This is not one of our stories. But I will find the name of the organization. They defrauded the government of two hundred and fifty million dollars. Supposedly, they were going to feed children during the pandemic. And number one, anybody who is willing to do that. Yikes. The Fe- price is yikes. Feeding our future. Feeding our future. Feeding wow. Our fe- yeah. And that's, come wow. on, that's putting food on your family. That's putting some food on your family. All right. They bought some uh, coastal homes, In- some land, um, a bunch of luxury, you know, items and this, this, and that. You In- know, just a Listen, they quarter bought, of a billion dollars. They bought luxury homes and property in other countries. I mean... So when we talk about like there are the resources to do the things that would help the people, we're not making that up. No, no. And the people who are defrauding for, I mean, that's our money. That's, th- those are taxpayer dollars. Right. That a fraud just took <laughs> and spent. Yeah. And like, so that person, say this person, you know, is fined or, you know, uh, even goes to jail and has to pay restitution or whatever. You think that person who defrauded the government for $250 million is going to uh, just hand it back over? Like, they don't have that because they spent it. But this is the problem. PPP loans, all those things were going to the wrong people. You all of a sudden could start a business that day. (laughs) Straight up. and, And get some exorbitant amount of money while people are legitimately losing their housing because they live paycheck to paycheck and lost their gig. Right. The amount of people that that is true for most of us are paycheck to paycheck. There are far less people who have a nest egg. Right. Right. That will allow them to just live without working. Without working at least 40 hours a week. And if you all of a sudden are go from your from a job and a house to a car to outside Everything is different. <laughs> this behavior should radicalize. Brett Favre, same thing. Hello. Same America's thing. hero. Huh? Defrauding the welfare. In, in, in concert with the... with the Welfare queen. Yeah, in concert with the former governor of that state, I believe, at uh, the time was former governor. But greasing the wheels here to secure, I believe it was $5 million dollars of funding, $5 million of funding for a volleyball uh, facility because his daughter is part of this team that would benefit from the facility. She loves to play. Yes. And the text came out where he's like, hey, can we make sure this doesn't come back to me? Can we make sure that press doesn't find out that I'm involved with this money moving from funds set up for welfare to, like, Multi-millionaire. Multi. Multi-millionaire. Multi. Um, I have no idea what his tax returns look like, Bruh. but Bruh. Bruh. I Bruh. got some ideas. Multi-millionaire who is uh, absolutely willing <laughs> to get involved in a... I mean, that's fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Who's willing to get involved in that when this is something, and this is... You know, what's funny to me is people that are like uh, diehard fans of capitalism and believe that those bootstraps work are always like, well, if you just would, they're so, they're smart. It's smart to not pay your taxes. Right. Got to be able to maneuver. Is it really smart to not pay your taxes and then on top of it, steal from the same system? Right. What does it mean if you if you are actively saying that welfare is something that we should that shouldn't even exist, right? Like we shouldn't take care of people when they need it the most. But you will also steal from that to make a volleyball uh facility. Right. It it, it absolutely does not 
It doesn't track. It doesn't make sense. That should radicalize you. The idea that someone would be out here <laughs> with all of the resources that they and their family and, you know, like you do it, you do it far. You, you build the, the facility and name it after your daughter. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Let her be the CEO. Don't care. <laughs> like interest off of one of your accounts. Right. You're Brett Favre. You could, you can talk you, your friends into investing into it. That's what I'm saying. You are literally in rooms with multimillionaires all the time. So the idea that you need to steal from the people who need it the most and the, and that that's okay. Right. Just don't tell anybody. Just don't let anybody, don't let it get back. <laughs> you can't claim I didn't know where this money was coming from. It, it's impossible. You're literally saying in text, hey, this bitch was just make sure that no one can see me on this. Where's it coming from? Cool. This bitch was get back You know? <laughs> Rudo <laughs> put Farb in jail with Aunt Becky. It would be a very <laughs> full house. <laughs> And then someone else said, preach it. This is why I tune in. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Straight up. Uh, I know that we don't have a whole bunch of time left. We went on a couple of tangents. Mm -hmm. But I do want to get to the PPD story. If, can we do that real fast? You wanna, just do a music break and come back. Okay. Yeah, great. So we, we, great, we, great, we do great. have that time. We do have that time. We'll catch you on the other side of the music. All right. I'm in it to win it. Oh, yeah. I thought the police would be funded. Yeah. Oh, where, do they, where do they get the money for this entertainment how they, detail? How do they get uh, new details if they're so poor? So defunded. The poor is PPP's entertainment detail is getting relaunched in Old Town. Uh, at a press conference at Kell's Irish Restaurant and Pub on Tuesday, Mayor Ted Wheeler announced that he'd be reinstating a team of six officers and one sergeant to patrol the popular nightlife destination. As part of the Safer Summer PDX Gun Violence Reduction Initiative, Wheeler is putting the team that was disbanded during the pandemic back together and closing several downtown streets to vehicle traffic on weekend nights. Wheeler has joined, uh, was joined by Portland Police Captain Jim Crooker and several local business owners, the, the, the people that matter. Since 2021, local businesses in Old Town have hired Echelon Private Security to protect their interests. Echelon has been accused of using invasive tactics and having no oversight. They sound just like the police. Oh, you know why they sound just like the police? Because Echelon is off-duty cops. Ha, ah, well, well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, remember when, um, remember in 2020, and there were a bunch of protests here. And um, there were a lot of people that were very upset that people would protest for uh, the end of police brutality. Right. That was just like absolutely out of this world. How dare you? Uh, these are the these are the things we, we've talked about the backlash that comes from that. Um, Ted Wheeler pretends to buckle to pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he absolutely. Uh, it, it, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's just, we're pretending we're, we're playing, uh, it's theater. Yeah. So, oh, we'll disband. We will defund things that did not happen. Disbanding a team all to, um, put the band back together again a couple months later is not even, it is not even recognizing that there is an ability to do it differently. Right. It is legitimately just to be like, well, we tried it. And we're seeing that a, a lot of the crises in our city right now is is just that over and over. And it is purposely done in order to make it look like any of the things that we voted for, any of the policies that we think are going to be actually helpful to people just won't work. They're no good. They're just, you know, we tried it, guys. They don't they don't properly fund. They do not release the funds on time. Yep. And then they go back and go, we need to hold you accountable. Show us what you've done. And people are like, well, wait a minute. You just gave us the money yesterday. How are we supposed to, right. how are we supposed to have been done already? Right. There's this, as if it didn't take us years to get to where we are. We're the fix. Well, here's some money. And then it's just fixed overnight. Right. Um, there is never a time where more police is better for the public. 
Never. And I understand that uh, business owners and homeowners and, you know, they've got interests and they, they feel as if, you know, I shouldn't have to deal with certain things. Um, let's pay attention to where the resources are going. Let's pay attention to why these folks have not been helped the way they need to be helped. It is absolutely police do not stop or solve crime. And, and we have to, we have to start living in reality in these situations. This is something that more police only hurts. And if you are telling me, Amber, that Echelon, who has invasive tactics and no oversight, are off duty cops, what what do you think the on-duty cops are doing? Right. The stories that I've heard about the things that Echelon is doing, yeah. it's like, you guys are off-duty cops out here acting like you're in Fallujah. Yes. Like, but we're just pulling guns on folks. Yeah, you're wild. We're just uh, getting in sniper position on the corners of the street when no one is out here. That, like, you're not, who are you about to shoot? Right. Who's who, the armed which, combatant what that war you're facing? are you in right now? Y'all don't get to go to work and play Call of Duty in real life and just kill people and be like, well, you know, we just needed to uh, protect those businesses. Right. That building was going to uh, potentially have a, some uh, paint on it. Yeah. Paint chips. Yeah. It's ugly. We have so much work to do. There's so, like, so much unlearning, so much action that needs to happen. And I know we uh, got to move it, but y'all. These are poverty. I mean, uh, these are policy choices. This is very much on purpose. Yeah. This is very much on purpose. And I don't expect us all to like get on the same page tomorrow. But what I am hopeful for is that at some point your imagination starts chiming in. Yeah. Because the ways that you are being told that it can work by, uh, you know, our leadership isn't real. Yeah. And it is absolutely to uphold the status quo. So when somebody tells you that they are a, uh, you know, progressive or that they want to do progressive policies, but their name is Ted Wheeler, mm-hmm. you're not about to feed me that diet Republican and then tell me that it's progressive and now I, and now progressive policies don't work. Nah. You've never implemented. I don't cut it. And also you are not. You are not that. You ain't even a Democrat. Like move it. Move it, push it, move it. But you know what you are? Listening to X-Ray FM and KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. I thought you were going to say in the way. But uh, that was way that better. Was, that was cool. Yo, like a 60 second ad break. <laughs> Shout out to his son. This is, this is my fiance. Huh? We did it. We did it. Brought to you by Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush. News writer Brian Miller, podcast editor Kyle G, and we will catch Alex next week. Yeah, yeah. Remember, poverty is a policy choice. People over profits, power to the people. None of us are free until we are all free. That's it. That's all. Don't believe the hype. (laughs) Bye.